side When we talking comic books the entire time Ain't going nowhere, so dry your eyes Already lasted longer than fireflies Stay tuned, man, he's got the creepiest news From books to TV, the movie reviews Plus the next toy, baby, here we get choose Even a superhero fight club, we usually lose So pop in those earbuds, turn up those speakers Feel my was power, Earth 2 with features We need to listen by weekly, or you can binge us We got it all, baby Are there ninjas? So relax and lie back As we start another issue of Fireside Chats Comment facts and wise cracks. Welcome to the show. This is Fireside Chats. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to another issue of Fireside Chats. I'm your host, Menti. And with me, as always, are my wonderful sidekicks first, Mushko. Can I kick it? Yes, you yes, can. You can. Can I? It's getting there. No? I thought we were keeping that one going. And Mauer. Beep you. I really wanted that one to go a little longer. That's what she said. <laughs> oh, already Ooh. starting off with that. Okay. Ooh. All right. It's a stretch. <laughs> <laughs> No, <laughs> let me give you that one. Okay, I, I gave you the back to back. Come on, we had a three way there. How many alley oops can I give Big you? Spoon, little spoon. <laughs> All right, well, welcome to the Wednesday show. Spoon. Um, okay. <laughs> All right, that's comfortable. Welcome to the Wednesday show. If you're new around here, that's where we talk about the news. The new news. Okay, I appreciate it because I was wondering what was going to happen after I the said comic that. Related comic related current events. Comic related current events. Comics. This we we we're all off sync, man. <laughs> Listen, I gave you the little spoon as a reference to Ghostbusters. That's fine. Uh, maybe I just like being cuddled, dude. Relax. <laughs> <laughs> why? Why you got to make this well, weird? We got plenty of things to talk like, about. What weird. do we got to talk weird. about? Uh, I think the craziest thing uh, is Spider-Man's new job or why he's got that stupid suit. We'll talk I, about I that. I can't wait later. to talk about that, but we'll also talk about first reactions to the Snyder cut and Falcon and the winter soldier. And we have the ever going battle and the dethroning of Endgame. Yeah. In the end, Disney wins. <laughs> <laughs> right. That's the funniest part about this whole thing. Uh, but let's get into comics. We got a bunch of comic news to go through. Uh, some of this is going to take some explanation, but for the most part, we're just going to rattle through a bunch of these. Uh, first and foremost, let's talk about Wanda and Vision because of WandaVision. Uh, we, they do plan on re-releasing a whole bunch of Wanda and Vision important books to their uh, overall arc. Because people so are like now Tom like, Kings. I kind of oh, like yeah. these characters. Are they new? Yeah. Well, I, I could read about them in a house. <laughs> On the they street. were extremely popular. There was a time that Wanda and that the Wanda and Vision or the Scarlet Witch and Vision book, uh, there where where a lot of like the the twins and stuff come from. Very popular. Um, that's also the Android. Uh, uh, even an Android yep. can cry line, like <laughs> the most famous Vision. And we part. got the tear. And I love. Did they the way that they put that in the yeah. show? By the way, was incredible. We it forgot, was so. It was, we forgot to mention. It was that. the equivalent. It was the equivalent of Cap. Not having to say, um, as long as one man stands against you, Thanos, you can't claim victory. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, they didn't have to say the line. So well done. Uh, but we're also going to get, again, that Scar the Scarlet Witch and Vision run. We're also, uh, House of M is going to be one of them. But yeah, it's kind of cool. If there's something that you want for your collection, you don't feel like spending so much for the original print, you're going to have a, a new opportunity to well, get something. You have to cool. realize how popular at least Vision was when that Avengers came out, game came out. Vision was one of the characters for a reason. It wasn't like they were like... Uh, put the robot in like he was a popular character um and i remember really liking vision because it was he was different than your average superhero like 
you know, him being the robot and being a superhero, like, put a different spin on everything, and he didn't fit that normal, like, Superman, you know, uh, Captain America. Of course, I was never an Iron Man fan back in the day, but nobody was. True. Um, so Vision kind of gave you that, that cool thing. So it's really neat seeing all of these fans that are new, the Shuckies of the world, going back and reading these comics. Well, I was such a Spider-Man, Venom, Carnage, X-Men fan at the time. Like, I didn't care about Vision. You know what my first introduction to Vision was? The Captain America arcade game. <laughs> I was like, who, who's the all-white dude? <laughs> that's, that's, I had no idea. You didn't uh, like the yeah. West Coast Avengers? Mm-mm. Who did? You'd think I would because of Hawkeye, but I didn't care. I was so... Look, growing up, Ninja Turtles and Spider-Man were kind of it. Like, those were the big... Those were the big two. That was everything. Um... All right, all right, let's keep this moving. We got a whole bunch of other things to talk about. So let's talk about, let's stay in Marvel for a quick second and talk about X-Men because we talked about this story not too long ago when that's finally coming to fruition. Uh, remember for a while back, everyone got a chance to vote strong guy. on who was going to be join, a strong strong guy guy. joining the, uh, Lido. the new X-Men team. Um, and it looks like we're going to be getting that answer soon uh, in a book called uh, Planet Size X-Men Number 1, uh, which is going to be 12 <laughs> stories that are all kind of happening at the same time at a Hellfire Gala event. Planet so size. What's, planet they went size. above size. giant size. It's now planet size. Oh, yeah. Uh, but I like the idea of 12 stories happening simultaneously, I think, or nine stories, some of that, a whole bunch of stories happening all at the same time. So like they're all at this gala at the same Four moment. rooms, X-Men style. There you go. <laughs> so I think that's kind of cool. Uh, and the costumes look ridiculous. Have you seen some of them? Like uh, the angel costumes. Great. Cyc- angel- Cyclops looks like he's right out of Daft Punk. Uh, <laughs> off, Rachel Summers looks like if you took Lady Gaga and she tried to use like the carnage symbiote as a dress. You know what I mean? <laughs> um, dude, look at some of the pictures. Go to the show post. If you don't know what I'm talking about, I have all the images up there. They are wild. Storm looks outstanding. Rogue looks outstanding. <laughs> uh, Emma Frost. Blah. I don't even know what's going on with Emma Frost. Some of the costumes are like, oh, that's kind of cool. And then other ones are like, what the hell? Is that a clown? Yeah, Emma Frost <laughs> is at Fashion Week. She's coming they down and she's like, hey. But <laughs> it, 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 it's something. I do like what was it? Emma Frost when she's in the diamond mode. Like that costume looked really cool. Minus the weird headdress that looks like a Fashion Week head thing. Like the actual costume looks cool. But uh, Angel just looks weird. And I want to say... They all look weird. The high fashion X-Men look weird. <laughs> now, high just imagine if Strong Guy wins. Weird. What does high fashion Strong Guy look like? <laughs> well, he can't wear skinny jeans. Or we... Wait, he could. He could wear skinny jeans. He could jeans. Actually, wear skinny he, jeans. He, sh- he should wear He's going to wear skinny jeans <laughs> and like a flannel shirt. He's going to look like one of the, the fat skinny uh, guys that wear them. You know, those hipsters. Big burly guy with... You know, a flannel shirt on him, real skinny legs. That's going to be his high fashion. But all right, <laughs> let's keep this moving. Let's talk about Captain America. Uh, we got a kind of, of interesting news that. with Captain America coming oh up with God. the what is it? 80th anniversary. Um, so it's going to be a, like a buddy cop story almost of Cap uh, looking for his shield. Essentially, it was stolen. So he's he's going through uh, with Bucky or no, it's not with Bucky. Bucky is in it. And so is John Walker. It's him and Falcon. 
Uh, so Sam Wilson and him are trying to get that shield back and takes him across country and they run into Bucky. They run into John Walker. Uh, John Walker. They So they Texas run into Ranger. U.S. agent. But what we're also going to get is a new uh, Captain America in time for Pride Month. So we're going to have a, another LGBTQ, a gay Captain America is going to join the fold. Uh, his name's Aaron Fisher, and he is considered the Captain America of the railways. Uh, he's going to play a pretty interesting Wait, role, railways? apparently, of the story. Have you seen the image of him? Like the he's he he's like hobo Captain America. Got overalls on. So and- he he saves. He's very similar to Moon Knight. Those that are traveling by night, the homeless children that don't have anywhere to go. That's who he protects. So I'm sure his story is going to have. They're going to come across this version of Captain America, this kid who has a trash can lid for a shield <laughs> and has a a wrap around his head, pretending to be Captain America, and going through and and saving children. So he's got I, his it's, little Avengers tattoo and yeah, it's cool. I, I'm interested to see a little bit more about Aaron and it's and with right in time for Pride Month. It's it's I think it's cool. I'm into it. Let's go. It's um, they're doing some fun stories. I just uh, I'm a little scared of the bridge and tunnel captain america like does he only protect people in trains <laughs> we're gonna when find they out get out of the train station sorry not my jurisdiction <laughs> do you have a hostel to go to because if not I, I got you if so sorry if he doesn't have the <laughs> find an escort stick, i'm gonna be upset oh uh, he's got the trash can lid he's got the trash can shield he's 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 ready. He's as ready as he can be. Leave Aaron alone. Let Aaron. Let Aaron's story unfold. I just, I just can't Give unleash a half the jokes that are going through my head right now. Can't, can't let him out. Not yet. Uh, okay. <sighs> let's let's get into the worst bit of the news here with this stupid Spider-Man costume. All right. So orange and blue Spider-Man. We've we knew it was coming. It's been teased. We talked about it several times. Now we know why, and it's a really bizarre reason. It's so against <laughs> Peter Parker is the weirdest part, but because money is short for J. Jonah Jameson and um, who is the other person? Um, I can't remember. Anyway, their podcast and the newsroom and all are going under, so they need to get money. So Spider-Man decides the way that he's going to bring in money to help is that he's going to become a, like a Twitch streamer, <laughs> like a live streamer. He's going to, he's, his new suit allows him to continually stream and not just stream. This is where it gets ridiculous. He can, you can, in the chat <laughs> section, pay for things that he'll say in the middle of his fights. So you can pay to have Spider-Man say like, booyakasha, to have him when he throws a punch or, you know, cyborgs booyah, or, I mean, think of a catchphrase. You could throw it in there. So, you know, Gloria Grant is saying that there's people bidding in the low seven figures just to get spots in Spider-Man stream. So like this is he's big time. Yeah. This is the dumbest Spider-Man story. However, it does make sense. I think for Spider-Man that's it. It it, it rolls over everything we know about. He's always been the guy to sell his image to keep, make a living. This is why he stopped doing that. When his uncle died, that was like the whole point. Well, he still worked for the daily bugle and sold the pictures of it. He's I, always done that. I, I read this article. That's fair, but not like this. Because he like this is selling the catchphrases trans- transition. Nobody's paying know, for man. pictures on newspapers anymore. It makes sense because of the world that we live in and how popular streaming is, and to, in a in a way to fold that into the comics. It also makes sense to use Spider Man as the vessel to do that. If that's what you're going to try and bring in, I don't know, man. I'm not. Like, a when's fan. the last time you bought a newspaper? 
That's fair. I read this article earlier, and my first thought was, "This is the this is ridiculous." And then I thought about it, and it's actually a brilliant storyline. Now, what would be even cooler if they brought it into viral marketing? Yes, that we were able to get like bidding wars for things for the movie, just a certain spot, like you know, raise money for this, and you can choose what Sp- uh, Spider Man does, and have like a live. You mean stream. snakes on a plane? He's going to take well, that donations. Wasn't money. That was just everybody wanted him to say it, so they went back and recorded it. You're going to give them bits. You know, I don't know how much you guys know about Twitch. I used to do a couple things on there, not so much. We'll probably be on there at some point. I think we that'd will. be pretty cool to do. Um, Dude, he ends the fight with an advertisement spot for <laughs> UUndies. Well, you know, sometimes when we're on these things, we don't necessarily have to say anything to actually advertise. So. You know. Are you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but he did. Just saying. He ended the fight with you, Undies. Listen, if you right, go which to welcometofireside.com and click on the links, you might give us some money, but <laughs> Huey brings up a good point in our behind the scenes. Do you think he'll mess up and reveal his identity again? And what will that have to do with what we just saw with Doctor Strange and Mephisto? Like, Sure. Another reason this is a bad idea. <laughs> he fair. forgets the cameras on. He takes off his mask. All right, let's uh, let's talk mask. about let's talk about a DC a little bit here. There's not much about DC, but we should talk about with um, uh, Future Frontier, um, F- Future Frontier, not Final Frontier, Future Frontier. Um, that's going on for Nightwing. The Nightwing all of a sudden got an influx of cash, and I'm not talking about a little bit. I'm talking like he's Bruce Wayne wealthy now. A lot and of money. where he got the money is a pretty big twist, but it makes perfect sense. I'm going to say it's a twist because uh, we saw this twist already. We did? Yeah. When did we see Batman this twist? begins. Well, first off, say the twist. So Alfred, super rich. Be- like super rich. Because he's the one that was left everything. When... When Bruce's when he became the guardian, all of that goes with it. Well, what they were saying is that he get not he got uh, shares of Wayne Enterprises stock got that, and that's where the majority of it came from. Then he invested that as well, and then he was also given a a huge chunk of money that he it was supposed to be like a please take care of you know the family kind of money, and he just never used it. Yep. It just stayed in the account and he never actually touched it. Because he's Alfred. So, but that means this whole time, and that's what I love. It's something that makes you love Alfred even more. Mm-hmm. So this whole time, he just did it because. Like, and money at no point was an issue for him ever. That's why he, like, as, I'm going to go back and say Alfred from the Nolan trilogy, I feel is to this day still the best, most accurate Alfred to the comics because never was it ever portrayed more that he was the caring, true surrogate father to Bruce. Like in all the other movies, Alfred's been there and has taken care of him, but in the Dark Knight trilogy, you really felt like he could care about nothing else. He just cared that Bruce was taken care of. I agree. Mm-hmm. I agree. I absolutely agree. Um, so yeah, that's kind of cool. I like this. I like this. It's a nice way to bring Alfred back without bringing Alfred back and making him really changing the world of the bad family pretty dramatically uh, in, in a really cool way. And I, I just like that. All right. Let's talk about some, uh, some TV news. So who wants to talk about star girl? Doesn't everybody that show was great. Mm-hmm. So what's going on with star girl? So we're getting a comic accurate kind of version of Eclipso. That's, 
it's pretty comic accurate. I mean, the, the scar isn't in the middle of his face, but it's pretty good. Yeah, it's it looks close. The coloring's a little off. But as far as everything yeah. else, it looks good. Um, it's not that off. I mean, it's purple. <laughs> well, I'm colorblind, so maybe that's me off. That's off. <laughs> okay, that's well, we fair. Know that. <laughs> but he's been around for how many years now? 50, 60 years? Something. It was from 1960-something. 63. So it was uh, who created Bob Haney and Lee Eli- uh, Haney. Elias. And House of Secrets 61 was his debut. And he's like the force of... Uh, it was like chaos, right? He's he's Mephisto-y. Yeah. He's a little Mephisto-y. He, it's like Mephisto he feeds off Loki, the worst right? of people. Yeah, that's a good way to put him. <laughs> that's a good way. I mean, he's it's definitely a villain worthy of the Justice Society of America. So if, if that's where Stargirl Season 2 is headed, and we now have a team, a pretty hefty team, uh, it's a good villain for them. Because this is not your... Like, Solomon Grundy, as good as Solomon Grundy is, you know, is just strong. Yep. It's going to keep coming back. This is we get into more, you know, mythical areas, you know, feeding on the worst of who someone is and manipulating them. This could this could be for a much more interesting season. I have a feeling they're going to turn up the mischievous side of him because they are dealing with kids. So it might be more of behind the scenes, almost like, you know, a trickster type character rather than be more of the brute force and magic and all powerful. I have a feeling they're going to have him really revel in making something go wrong for them rather than hit them up front, which is going to make him a really cool character for that show. And if people haven't watched Stargirl, go watch it. It's, it's fun. It's, they've done a really good job of being comic accurate for the costumes for the most part. Um, and it has a very lighthearted feel, but also it has a very good tie to um, a 90s throwback without being a 90s throwback. It's a good breakdown. It's a surprisingly good show. I mean, CW, to be fair, a lot of what they're doing has been firing on most cylinders. Flash <laughs> aside. <laughs> I didn't watch the season premiere um, of that. It, it's not bad. It's not bad. It's not, it's not good, <laughs> especially with Superman and Lois, which we'll talk later. But, you know, it's getting, it's getting overshadowed by its, by its younger brother right now. Um, but let's go ahead and talk about Batgirl and Zatanna because that's kind of cool. We, we talked about both of these in the past, uh, but the fact that they might show up as HBO Max exclusives, kind of cool. I'll take that. Yeah. I mean, it makes more sense than, than shooting for theater releases right now. So why well, not? This also makes sense um, with everything that was going on with them shifting it there. Because if you remember when Batgirl... Uh, was going to be a Joss Whedon movie and then he stepped away and they couldn't find somebody to replace him but they had stuff written for it and they had talked about repackaging it. I wonder if mm-hmm. from that point forward they had just said let's put it in the back burner and try and get a show out and they tested with all those other shows to see what they could do. Um, Zatanna on the other hand with them doing the Dark Justice League you knew she was going to come mm-hmm. up so I have a feeling she'll appear in that and then do a backdoor spinoff and get her own show. It'll be mm-hmm. interesting because what the where this all comes from is uh, AT&T uh, 
let slip uh, what the DC lineup would be, not realizing I think <laughs> everything was on the lineup. Whoops. And they showed Collider. And on it, you see Black Adam, as you know, Harley Quinn, Superman Lois, uh, Static Shock, which we've talked before, Peacemaker, uh, the Green Lantern show that we talked that was coming, um, Supergirl, Superhero su- High. The Super Pets we talked about. But... The things that we have not talked about is a Zatan- Zatanna's solo. We've talked about the rumor of that, but there's been nothing to confirm it. And then Batgirl that Joss Whedon was trying so hard to get uh, for the DCEU seems like it's now going to be a property for HBO Max. So, And they could be shows. They could be movies. Also, Blue Beetle's on there. That's cool. I, I would love to know if it's, you know, Ted Cord kind of bl- like Blue Beater Booster Gold kind of Blue Beetle, or if we're going to get um, the newer kid, what's his name from uh, Young Justice? I think we already confirmed that it is um, the newest kid with the scarab on its back. So that was the- which I like. I do like the scarab. I think the scarab is adds a really cool mythos. That was uh, when you were out. We talked about that. Um, it's uh, what's it, Jaime or whatever his name is. So what's uh what's DMZ? I'm not familiar. I, I don't know. That's a good question. It's a good question. Sweet. Not sure. I mean, I know what DMZ zone? stands for, but yeah, demilitarized zone would be kind of cool. <laughs> I don't know what that would be for, but I kind of love it. If I hope that's what it is. And then, uh, but let's wheels. keep this going. Hey, so, I have a feeling that the Supergirl show. All right, going to go teen with it. But I think a lot of these shows on here might be for the younger thing. That's why we haven't heard of well, them Supergirl yet. at this point's what gone. It'll be interesting to see what happens to Batwoman. I think this it just shows it's a it's a peek behind the curtain on what's to expect from HBO and and uh, DC. Well, did forward. you hear the Batwoman news? Ruby Rose said that she'd be willing to come back and do an appearance. Yeah, but she also it, she also said the same she, in the same breath. She was like, but it would make no sense to bring her back. So she's like, I'm down, but like, don't. <laughs> I'm down because I, I can't, I can't uh, move. do anything else and my other things have failed. Um, DMZ she was is in a the comic. middle of an interview for her next project. <laughs> that's when she said it. Yeah, that's nothing. Like She's not getting any big roles anymore. <laughs> it's amazing. You're, you're okay. All right. She's done. Business. You're amazing. The blanket statements you make sometimes always crack me up. Well, what big movie is uh, she in? All right. That, who cares what big movie she's in? She could have another show to, in two weeks. <laughs> she, you don't know. She's, it's, she's got a put it this way. She's got a pretty good chance of getting into another show or movie. She's not like she's got like clunkers under her belt. Batwoman. She started some huge. I don't know. Shows. Triple X two or whatever it was. I don't know. I still liked it, but that's, that's besides say, the point. It gave Vin Diesel a career. Hey. <laughs> what are you talking about? Triple X two didn't. Triple X gave him the career. Which, which gave him triple x2 oh, the triple x3 because he wasn't in triple x2 it's true who was it vin yeah. diesel it was it was ice ice Cube, Cube. yeah so even if diesel was like nah <laughs> that's actually exactly nah. what it was mm-hmm. um they wrote it he said no um because you know with him uh he has to have ownership of everything he's in now so they wouldn't give it to him but now he does he owns i think every franchise he's been in he owns a big portion of them um, that DMZ is a comic on Vertigo. So it's a sh- uh, comic set in the near future where the second American Civil War has turned the island of Manhattan into a demilitarized zone. That's what DMZ stands for. Um, caught between the forces of the United States of America and the secessionist free states of America. And that's going to be... Do we know if it's live action? Because that sounds awesome. Who knows? 
We'll pay attention I'm, for more coming soon. All right, let's talk Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Uh, so real, real first, real quick thing is I'm sure we already know this is happening, but Falcon and the Winter Soldier is going to be setting up at least three new uh, properties moving forward. At least that's what uh, one of the showrunners kind of teased. Let's slip. He was like, I can, uh, there's three I know of that I can't talk about. Three. So, three new properties. So three new properties that this is setting up. And we've heard there's been all sorts of crazy rumors. Like there's rumors Wolverine's in it. There's rumors Omega Red's in it. There's all sorts of crazy rumors on what could, this, what could be happening in this show. So we'll see. And the awesome news, hopeful news, is uh, people who've seen the early release seem to like it. That's good news. I could see that uh, a U.S. agent spinoff. That'd be the cool. Redemption of John him. Walker spinoff. Like do a redemption because he's the bad guy, quote unquote, more than likely in this. And to see him kind of do a redemption story like he did in the comics, mm-hmm. that'd be cool. Sure. Cool to watch. Well, and it could like, look, we got from WandaVision, you know, want, uh, you got White Vision is somewhere in the MCU now, so that's going to play a role. It, Wicked and Speed at some point will play a role. Probably New Avengers. And then you have uh, Monica Rambeau. For Secret Invasion as well as Captain Marvel 2. So it already, like, it, I bet you all of them kind of set up three. I do three. <laughs> <laughs> all, all of them will set up three different. Um, for anybody who, who's listening and not watching, I did air quotes, but with three fingers. I that's think always Captain better Marvel, when you have to explain jokes. Think, uh, so yeah, that's. Yeah, cool. I think Captain Marvel starts it. filming real soon, if I'm not mistaken. Uh. I think that's still a little right. ways off. Is it? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'm going to watch well, uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier. I don't think I'm excited for this as much as I was for WandaVision. Mm-hmm. I am. You know, it's funny. I'm that's a little more most, excited for it. Most people said that in their, their quick themes. Now that the embargo's lifted and they can talk about the first episode, most people said that they went in with like, uh, I don't know about this show, but because of Sebastian Stan, you get apparently in the first 45 minutes, you get more from Bucky than you've ever gotten. Mm-hmm. Um, and the character development is so good from both of the, the uh, both from uh, Anthony Mackie and Sebastian Stan that it draws you in. Um, so that's all good news yeah. from uh, the consistency is they, the two main actors killed the role and they make it enjoyable. That's awesome. Well, hopefully, I mean, hopefully Mackie's more than just a witty sidekick. Well, and he never had a chance to be more. Well, he's been, I mean, really he's been carrying, it's not, he's been carrying a lot of films lately as the primary star. So he's been doing a lot of that leading man kind of, uh, you know, films so far. So, or as of re- recent, so he can't, he can carry a film. It's going to be interesting to see him and, uh, Sebastian Stan going back and forth. Well, and that's more what I'm saying. Like Sebastian Stan to me is just a stronger actor. Not saying that. Well, I don't know. He was the banker. Was he was a cr- incredible in the banker? Uh, what's it called? Anthony Mackie in the the Apple TV Plus movie was. Whew. Yeah, so we'll see. Why was he good? And maybe I'll I'll get a newfound uh, enjoyment out of Falcon. Yeah, my my favorite genre of film is like buddy cop type films, movies. So that's what I see happening here. It won't well, be my, a so my funny, prediction. But it'll be fun. Based on, and here's spoiler alert, so I'm going to possibly spoil the whole show (laughs) if you didn't see this coming anyway, Uh, but we already saw those socks that came out, right? We all saw the socks. Anybody? Anyone not sure what I'm... Okay. So recently, socks came out (laughs) that showed Falcon Cap in his Falcon Cap getup for Falcon and the Winter Soldier. So there's been a leaked pair of socks that... (laughs) that, uh, 
hints at where this show is going. And, and Kevin Feige said that, that the Falcon might become Captain America. No, that's the hundred percent is what I'm telling you. Because Kevin Kevin Feige was I am like, so shocked. If you don't watch this show, it doesn't matter. You can still watch the movies and understand it. It just gave them the opportunity to stretch out the Falcon Cap showing up for the first time in the MCU. It gave them a chance to really open that story up. Very similar to WandaVision becoming the the, the Wanda becoming the Scarlet Witch. It's the same. I same wish really, they same would idea. step away from that. Though. I wish they would put stuff in these where you have to watch it. Like, well, they don't want to. They don't want to risk the movies but, for Disney Plus. But people could just buy it, like buy the sure. series, like a movie ticket. Remember, they originally toyed around with that idea, and then that quickly got thrown away. So I don't know what what research and marketing that they went through, but they sat down and were like, "Nah." Oh, no, I'm not talking <laughs> about like movies. Like, put it on Disney Plus for the people that have Disney Plus to watch. But if you don't want to subscribe to Disney Plus, kind of like they do already, you can go and buy the TV series. On like sure. Apple on Amazon, like if you don't want to subscribe here, go buy it when it's all done and watch it. They just don't want they don't want that to be the make it or break it to understand wherever the hell Falcon Cap shows up next. So whatever thing he shows up, if you watch it, awesome, you understand why he's in the red, white, and blue. If you don't watch it, eh, we'll see. <laughs> he's still he's still in the red, white. And I blue. hope they just Doesn't do really a little mini much. recaps. I think like, everybody's so heavily invested in the entire. MCU and franchise that they're they're going to find this stuff out regardless. I mean, they'll mm-hmm. they'll find it online and you know they'll read about it. They might not necessarily watch everything, but they'll read it all. Which yeah. hopefully they'll wonder then actually watch it and get that subscription, so we get more. And DC Legends too. I mean, DC Legends could easily just do a Falcon Cab and boom, done. All right, we got Doom Patrol news. Yeah, it's not <laughs> big news. They just they just casted the villain. Uh, Madam Rogue, who is uh, an older villain. Um, well, I mean, they're all older. But yeah, it's that's it's really not that big of a deal. She goes back to the 60s as well. She's an, originally came in a uh, Doom Patrol. She has a split personality. One's evil. Car crash kind of helps separate the two. They use magic to kind of keep her under control. Seems very similar to the second season with the daughter who ha- couldn't control her powers as they manifested as she had a... a um, What's it called? Imaginary friend who turned out to be the evil candle maker. Oh, uh, yeah. Which is awesome. Um, and the awesome. actress they got playing her, uh, Michelle Gomez, was really good in The Flight Attendant. It was a oh, Flight Attendant show. was so good. But she was, like, she was also in Doctor Who. Like, she knows oh, these kind of, this, this kind of world. So not bad. <laughs> who? 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 I think, I think being in Doctor Who means you know what it's like dealing with these kind of fans. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, Whovians are like the nicest fans you're going to find. Oh, you, you Wait, okay. I thought they were the people that lived in Whoville. <laughs> Aha, the Whovies. The Whovies. The Whovians. Whovians. Oh, those oh, Whovians. I'm getting some backlash for that one now. All right, let's get into movie news. Uh, and real easy, real fast. Endgame is no longer the most profitable movie on the planet. It has now gone back to Avatar, who re-released in, uh, in China when it opened up. It almost like immediately. It's still more profitable. Endgame. It just doesn't have the highest um, box, box office, office sales. sales, right? But it's this still what, one ten of, years ago. It still has more profits, I guess. I guess if you if you take into toys and yeah. stuff. Um, uh, but as far as the movie itself, as for, and, and in theaters, Avatar is number one again. Well, it's funny. Speaking of things being released, <laughs> did you see the Snyder League got delayed for their virtual like premiere? 
I did. So they it's did like this six big hour. like red carpet gala online <laughs> invite only, like a real debut for it. And uh, Microsoft was the servers that they were doing, and they were down completely. It delayed them six hours for the debut of the movie. Ooh. So wow. could you imagine that getting all these pressed together and making a big deal about it, and then computer glitch causes a six-hour delay? So you had to wait six hours to see it, and then you had to watch another four hours of it to finish it. So that was a 10-hour And it was wait. supposed to be... Three, that's before you even got there. It's supposed to be at 3 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Yeah. So 9 p.m. is when it started. So those people... God bless them, because there's no way I'd be like, oh, I'm out. And I'm guessing there are well, I mean, the good news is... is is it doesn't seem to be affecting the yeah. hype or the hey. it doesn't seem to be affecting the movie at all, really. It does, seems like uh, now that the embargo is lifted for those who got a chance to watch that, for the most part, seems pretty good. I would say it's 50-50 because I'm seeing the same uh, amount of hate as I am. You could show, find the hate for me, buddy. I have yet to find that. I've been doing nothing but Googling for this. And I'm, dude, the amount of diversity among news networks that are talking about this and reviewing it is ridiculous. So, so what's the criteria on their actual critique? So was it based off of their experience with it previously? Sure. Yeah, it's probably better. But are they then basing their uh, critique off of the, just the original, you know, display of the film this go round? Me. So out of out of all of the reviews that I read, which were from a myriad of Entertainment Weekly, from- Zack Snyder's Justice League is just as bad and twice as long. <laughs> okay, so let's do um, what's I I O nines? No, they're not. You, you don't consider them a, 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 a aren't big they source? like a sub? Yeah, uh, they normally just copy a subset other of engadget or whatever. Okay, but somebody else wrote it. My point is, is that you, you, right now it's sitting at a 76 on Rotten Tomatoes, and I know for a lot of people that doesn't mean much, but it is an aggregated number based on reviews that they've collected. And out of 108 reviews, most are positive. And here's the funny thing. Why can't we just be hopeful it's good? I don't understand why we want it to be bad. I don't want it to be bad. I want it to be... It, I just want somebody else to make it. <laughs> <laughs> it, but it was already made. What? It's just letting him finish. <laughs> he look. He got Kanye'd, and he's he's Taylor Swift right now, just finishing his acceptance speech. <laughs> that's it. That's all that's happening. <laughs> he already said there's nothing more coming from him. He's done with DC movies. This is it. This was the swan song. It's over. And hopefully, it's good. Thank God. That's my hope. I like everything, so I'm gonna watch it with brand new eyes. And I don't know when I'm gonna get happens. to watch it because putting four hours aside for a movie. Like that's oh, Enter the Dragon was great. You should probably watch that. The Stand was also really good. That's another four-hour movie. You should probably watch that. But yeah, but four-hour movies exist. Well, I'm not saying they don't Martin exist. Scorsese. But you have to <laughs> put like you can't just go. Oh, I'm going to pop this on tonight. Yeah, but you could act like it. You could pause it and watch it the next hour or the next oh, night. You can do that. <laughs> you can, I, I do that with half-hour shows. Like uh, whatever. What are you talking no, about? <laughs> I got to watch them beginning to end. Well, okay, then the weird rules you're giving yourself, the rest of the world doesn't have to abide by. <laughs> but for a movie, you should enjoy your rules. You shouldn't have to stop watching a movie in the middle because it's that long. I do it to every Martin Scorsese movie. Really? Wolf on Wall Street took me four sittings. You are insane. All right. <laughs> it's a long movie, man. What do you want? <laughs> that was a good movie. Real good. What is it, three hours and 48 minutes? Something crazy like that? 
All right. Well, talking about other DC properties, Batman has wrapped filming after infecting everybody with COVID-19 like 17 times <laughs> and having a Batman actor that refused to work out. Um, the trailer looked great that we got, but I really don't have high hopes for this movie. Dude, now we're just, you're, you've, you're, you're, you're like features when it comes to X-Men. You just hate everything before it comes out. It's amazing. You're just always negative. Well, Zack Snyder always. has a bad track record. We, this is not Zack Snyder. You know what I'm saying. <laughs> so me hating that, we've seen what he can do when he has Batman versus Superman. He releases a director's cut of it. It was terrible. Um, sure, that's great. It's, it's starting. I, it's starting to dawn on me why I'm here. So Menti's generally positive. You are generally negative, Mauer. So I'm kind of right in the middle. You know, the bridge to these two wonderful worlds. Batman, I'm worried about because of all the COVID nineteen. Restrictions that went in place and all the outbreaks, they really, really had to pull back on what they wanted to do. So I don't think we're getting the movie that Matt Reeves originally wanted. So any movie that happened and was filming right at the beginning of COVID, there's a real high risk of us getting what happened to the end of Supernatural or some of these other things where they just couldn't do what they wanted. But sometimes the journey is, uh, is still good. We didn't get the end because of COVID with WandaVision, right? We didn't get the end that they wanted to give us, but it was still good. And I'm glad we got the end that we did. I'm hopeful. We saw 25% of what he was able to film and he made an outstanding trailer. So yep. just on that 25%, he's got my, my confidence. Well, hopefully the body double worked out. <laughs> See you in a, oh, a weak, pudgy Batman that sparkles. Can, can um, uh, I don't know who just put this in, in the rumor column here, but I feel like that needs to get brought up. I don't know where this came from. Someone can talk. That, that was if me. you want, but Jim Carrey, that, what the hell is this? You know, late, a late kind of news edition. Um, I like to throw a rumor in there every now and again, just so we can say these sites are crazy for a lot of this stuff, but just in case some of them are right. <laughs> um, so there's a rumor out there that Jim Carrey might be cast as the main villain in Deadpool 3. I'm not going to say where I saw that. Maybe I just made it up. Either way, it has the same weight. <laughs> so, uh, Could you imagine if he's someone like Slapstick? Something to think about. Yeah, but yeah. you saw what happened with him and violence in Kick-Ass 2 where he won't be a part of it anymore. Okay. <laughs> Kick-Ass 2 is still great. There's a dog on your balls. It's still <laughs> well, an no, amazing When movie. he was making it, he was okay <laughs> with the violence. After he was filmed. Yeah, when he, I just stopped listening to him. He's like, this vibe should exist. You're right. Okay, cool. You did a great job. Your performance was stellar. Yeah, he was great in it. Mm. He really was. Um, <laughs> so the idea of having him as the villain in Deadpool 3, wow, that's true. But Ooh. I don't think he would ever agree to it anymore. Mm. He did Sonic. But there wasn't gun violence in there, was there? Uh, Just super fast hedgehogs that smack their head into things and grab rings. Yeah, so I just, <laughs> all right. Uh, we'll his big issues. I do violence. think, I do think there is one last story we do need to bring up, just because I feel like if we all don't play this, I'm going to be very upset with us. Uh, there is a brand new Ninja Turtle game, a spiritual successor to uh, Turtles in Time, called Shredder's Revenge, coming out. The animation looks a little different, but still cool. Original sound effects, 
Uh, and it's going to be available for PC and consoles. And I'm super stoked for this. It looks great. It's the it's like the a nostalgia enema. I'm torn on it. And hopefully <laughs> they do different skins because they did it. I did, did. How did that not throw you off? <laughs> did you just talk right through that? I I threw in enema just to go. This is going to throw Mauer off. Mauer's not going to be able to finish his sentence, and he just like nothing. I'm used to you at this point. Uh, watching it, I get the nostalgia of seeing it in that old, like, 16-bit format. But then how cool would it have been to see this in, like, the cel-shaded side-scroller? Well, we got one of those. Remember when they did their, they did the uh, Turtles in Time got the HD remake? That got a cell look to it. And then there was that really cool one that was based on the comic. Yeah. Do you remember that one? So I'm hoping that with this, we can get some different skins just applied to it. So you can play it as a few different types of games. And I know they've done that with these kind of games in the past, but I'm I'm in. All right, 100% on my end. Um, and making us happy, we talk about this. Uh, Benedict Cumberbatch is praising Sam Raimi's direction on Doctor Strange too. So it's good to hear Benedict's <laughs> praise. Like it's not often you hear him praise and be like this director. Like he seems like a pretty British dude, stiff upper lip. <laughs> um. Seems like a pretty British dude. You know what I mean. What gave that away? <laughs> He's uh, not the most with the pleasantries. I would say if you're going to give him any movie, it's Doctor Strange is the movie to give him because he'll give it the same, the same love that he gave for at least the first two Spider-Man movies. Yeah. So we'll see what happens. As everybody knows, it's my favorite in the MCU right now is Doctor Strange, the first one. So it's got a lot to live up to. All right, I think we really need to wrap this up. On, On that, that note, note, Moshko, do that thing. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> caught me off guard, but I'll tell you what. You can find everything that is Fireside at welcometofireside.com. You could also find us at Welcome to Fireside on YouTube. Remember that so you can see us. Facebook and Instagram. And also, if you check out Fireside Crew on Twitter, you'll also be able to contact us there. So make sure to also like, follow, subscribe uh, where you can. And please tell a friend. Remember that. Tell a friend. We need more subscribers. Look into the camera and say that. We need more subscribers. I'm looking at the <laughs> video. Yeah, that's brilliant. Way to go, Dave. Anyway, it all goes a long way, so <laughs> thanks, everybody. Well if done. you keep Once liking again, the YouTube, messy. I'll keep making the YouTube. That's all I'm saying. I make the YouTube. <laughs> and Huey fell off his chair. <laughs> you both became Italian plumbers. <laughs> Moshko's a making the YouTube. Making the YouTube. Wow. Me. Uh, Mr. Mauer, go to welcome to fireside.com. Go to beep you. Ha, 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 ha.